Let's get a little bit more intimate. You know, um, a lot of us are staying put. We're renovating our houses. We've got a lot of uh, people in the trades coming into our house and out of our house on a daily basis. A lot of people we put our trust in the hands of. And uh, a, a lot of people we follow either online or uh, we follow on TV shows like HGTV. Now, when you talk about people in the trades uh, and people you can trust, for one of the first names that come to mind, Mike Holmes. Uh, he certainly has uh, created quite an enterprise with his Homes on Homes and in uh, various shows where he goes in and he fixes things that people have done done wrong in the past and makes it right. In fact, if you want to follow Mike Holmes, you can follow him on Twitter at Make It Right. These men are becoming superstars in their own rights. Um, and Mike Holmes tweeted something out that's got some people talking today. He tweeted, my son at Mike Holmes Jr., his friend's a, a licensed electrician, and he was working at a mall, and a father and son walked by, and the father said, this is why you need to go to school, so you don't end up like him. We've got to change our perception of the skilled trades. And I thought, well, that's great that uh, Mike tweeted it out, but let's go to Mike Holmes Jr., whose friend this actually concerned. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, nice to have you on the program. Uh, we've never met face-to-face, but I have spent some afternoons lying on the couch watching you and your dad work. I certainly appreciate that. I know both of us do. And we, you know, that's why we do what we do. We love to do it. We love to teach people. And certainly we love to entertain. You know, when you hear about a friend like like this, you know, who's a licensed electrician working at a mall, clearly they're doing an important job. Were you shocked at the attitude uh, of this father? You know, unfortunately, uh, yes and no. I am shocked at the audacity with some people. But at the same time, it's not. It's something that I see a little too often. Um, you know, even when it comes down to just talking to people about what you do. Some people, you, you can tell when you say, you know, I'm a contractor, that, that people all of a sudden they perceive you a little differently. That there's unfortunately there's a big stigma out there with the skilled trades, and, and you know, this father was a perfect example of that. You know, I think about. I would think that in this day and era, a uh, day and age, and you know, uh, the era of all of these shows on HGTV. You know, you guys are now uh, the sh- like the chefs were ten years ago. You know, the trades are becoming the rock stars. You know, on TV. You know, your dad, Brian Bomber. I'll throw him in there as well. Now you're, you know, you're really uh, becoming a force in your own right. Um, it, you know, I'm. I, I can't imagine that people would, you know, not uh, would look down and have these attitudes about people doing jobs that you guys are doing, especially because we're actually seeing behind the scenes how hard it is to do your job. Yeah, you know, not only is it hard, but uh, you know, it's a skill trait that you can apply to your job, but it's also something you can take and apply to your everyday life. Who doesn't live in a home? A lot of people own homes. To be able to apply that trade and be able to fix your home, and not not just construction there's so many different skilled trades there's haircutting there are chefs there's the service industry without our skilled trades industry we wouldn't have the buildings for our schools our lawyers our doctors uh we wouldn't have hospitals and not i am in no way saying is one more important than the other but we just have to start looking at the skilled trades a little differently and this, this this means all the way from the top we need to start regulating the industry a little bit more and supporting skilled trade students at a younger age into getting a better post-secondary education, whether that's uh, you know a carpentry apprenticeship program or going to school to learn to become a chef. 
there are so many different avenues that I feel like are under-supported for the skilled trade students. I feel like, uh, you know, I have heard t- people talking about this in the past, and one of the things, the roadblocks for getting into the trades is getting those apprenticeships. If you don't know somebody, people say it's, it's really difficult. How do we change that? Again, I, I think it all starts from the top. It starts at uh, the government level of we have to start introducing it better to schools. We have to start making programs where it supports skilled trade students, where it creates incentives for companies to hire apprentices and, and to create a better environment for apprentices to want to uh, go in and do an apprenticeship program. I, I know I did uh, my carpentry apprenticeship at George Brown, the three-year carpentry apprenticeship program, and it was a great program, but I was also very lucky that I had a good company to fall back on Uh, that would hire me and that would work with me. And I know it's not always easy, but I think the problem is sometimes we look at skilled trades in, uh, and I can speak for North America, that, you know, if you're you're uneducated, going to the skilled trades, you you know, right out of high school, you can just throw on a tool belt and you're a contractor, and, and that's not the way it should be. There are tons of good contractors out there. There are tons of talented, educated contractors out there that need that support. They need the support from the education industry. And, uh, we don't, we, we need it. It's when you're talented, you're an artist. These people are artists in their industry. And it's about time that we start looking at them that way. And, and that will help change a lot of other things in the industry too. How responsible is the older generation of uh, tradespeople for this? And I'm talking about the older generation of the people that came to Canada, you know, like uh, my background, half of it is Italian. Um, so they can, now we weren't in the, we weren't the contractors, we were the fruit sellers, but, um, the people that were, you know, in the trades, I know a lot of kids I went to school with their parents, you know, whether they were, um, doing drywall or, uh, they were Italian or Portuguese, uh, a lot of these older, um, people in the trades always said to their kids, I, I want a better life for you. I want, you know, how much, uh, responsibility do they bear for this undervaluing of what they actually did for a living and do for a living? Yeah, you know, I think there there's definitely some level of responsibility there. I, I don't want to blame them, but you know, a perfect example is we had a co-op student uh, working for us, and he was bright, he was a hard worker, he was fast learning. And he said to me, you know, I really want to be an HVAC technician. I'm like, that's fantastic. What school are you going to go to? How do you plan on going about this? He goes, well, my mom doesn't want me to become an HVAC technician because she doesn't want me working with my hands. She wants me to become a doctor. Well, you're still working doctor. with your hands if you're becoming a doctor. <laughs> Totally, but the, the point of this is that you're looking at a, a blue-collar worker, someone that works with their hands and thinking that they're, they're lesser because they want to do a trade. And that is the problem that I have with it is that there's, you know, it really it does, part of it starts at the parents. We need to educate our, our parents and say that working with your hands is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I personally bought my own house, my first house at 19 years old, through working in the skilled trades. And luckily, a you had a dad who, you know, you saw and was, you know, very proud of the work that he was providing. And I think that's one of the things that's great about what you're, you know, the way your dad, you know, um, decided to position himself. Because, I mean, there's so many ways to position yourself on TV as a host. And I know that he did this, you know, uh, you know, in his work anyways, but to make things right that people have done wrong. And the fact that totally. there, you have to have pride in what you've done. And he constantly points that out. Uh, you know, Mike Holmes Sr. will go in and go, wow, this is a horrible job. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's another problem in the industry. And if it was a little more regulated, we would see less of these bad jobs. I, I mean, it, it should be, you should require to, to 
have a tool belt. You know what I mean? Like you should be required. Like nobody's going to go to a doctor at some back alley and say, Hey, can you do this? Uh, I'm sick. Can you prescribe something for me? But you're going to hire a contractor who's not licensed. You're going to hire someone who has no experience. Now, why is that? It's because there's a certain level of respect for the skilled trades that is not there. You guys get the last laugh at the end of the day. You stand to make quite a bit of money being in the trades. Yeah. The thing is, it's a great industry. Personally, I love working with my hands. I love teaching people. I love helping people. And there's a huge shortage in the skilled industry right now, in the skilled trades industry right now. Sorry. There's a lot of money to be made, but not just money to be made. It is an industry that you can be proud to be a part of. Uh, I know for me, I love starting something at the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day seeing, seeing what I've accomplished. I love creating things. It truly, to me, is an art. And it is so satisfying. And like, like you said, there's a lot of money to be made in this industry as well. And, you know, uh, when we talk about the trades and the fact that, you know, you guys are not getting the respect that you deserve in, you know, in some cases, in case in point, your friend with this father and son walking by and the father saying, this is why you need to go to school so you don't end up looking like him or doing what he's doing. Your friend's a licensed electrician. He cl- he's probably making quite a bit of money. His job satisfaction. He was working for a big company. He was working at a mall at the time. Um, yeah. Do we need to, get beyond parents, get in at the high school level and start, you know, teaching some classes in the trades? 100%. Absolutely. And that, that goes back to the point of where how we need to regulate the skill trades. And from the parenting level, we're actually, just from the top, I should say, is we're removing skilled trades programs from schools. We need to be adding them. Why are we doing that? Do you know? Is it just too costly or is there no interest or what is it? I think, uh, to be honest, I think it's more that there's less of an interest. You're seeing a lot more people go to uh, and, and get a university degree and then looking at people with a college degree. And again, not to say one's better than the other, but I think that people just don't value maybe a college degree or a hands-on job as much as a university degree. And the problem that I'm seeing, and again, I will say that I think education is extremely important, whether you go to university, college, I think you should get a post-secondary education. But People are going to university for things they know nothing about, for things they don't care about, just because they think, I'm going to make more money doing this. Now there are markets that are being flooded with people where there is no, there's not enough jobs. So now they're left with a pile of debt, no job. And what do they have to show for it? If, if they took a little extra time, if they were to say, I'm not going to rush into school because I don't know what I want to do. But people, you know, that's kind of what happens after high school is you say, you have to go to school. You have to go to school. You have to figure it out as a kid. And as a kid, how do you? How are you supposed to know what you want to do? Especially if you're not exposed to it. We're exactly. speaking with Mike Holmes Jr. And uh, Mike, I want to ask you here. You know, you're a personality now. You're not just a you know a, a professional contractor here. Are more people in the industry leaving white collar jobs to pick up a trade? And are they reaching out to you saying like, "How do I get started?" Absolutely. I've had a ton of people reach out to me. For for example, actually. When I was at George Brown, a friend of mine who joined the program as well, he went to university and he studied kinesiology. He uh, was a, he was a chartered accountant. He had a very great job, and he said, "No, this wasn't for me. I spent a lot of money doing this, but I started working from hand, uh, sorry working with my hands on my own house." And he fell in love with the trade, which made him go back to school to get his carpentry apprenticeship uh, program finished and to become a Red Seal carpenter. And this is something that I'm seeing more common. People, again, like we talked about, they're not being exposed to it. So how do they know that they're going to like it? Uh, if we just gave them the chance, and an industry, or sorry, a, a, an organization that is a great example of this 
is the world skilled trades and the Canada skilled, skilled trades. So it is like the Olympics of skilled trades. So you have these students that are so talented. Some of these young students that are more talented, some of the people that you work with on a job site that are passionate about their industry, that are going to change this industry and already are helping change this industry. And if we shed a little bit more light on stuff like that, then that might inspire people to get into the trades a little bit more and to, to try a trade at least. Mike, if you weren't doing what you're doing today, what would you be doing? Uh, you know, before I did construction, before I tried it, my, what I wanted to do was I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to, I wanted to make a difference. My whole goal was to, I wanted to save people. I wanted to help people. And now through construction, through what we've done, my whole goal is to help change the building industry. I want to help change how people look at the building industry and how we build. Uh, you know, our population is growing rapidly. We have to start doing something to improve uh, the quality, to improve the sustainability of our built. And that starts right at the top with how we view the skilled trades. Mike, it's been uh, a pleasure talking to you. Nice meeting you as well on the program. I'm, I'm glad you could spend some time with us to talk about your buddy. One last question to you. Uh, when you're talking to your buddy about this situation where he's uh, working in the mall and some father walks by with his son and says, look, it, this is why you need to go to school so you don't end up like him. What was the takeaway for your friend? You know, he was hurt. He was hurt by it because for him to be a, a licensed electrician, he went to school for five years to get his, to be a master electrician. So he was, he was like, well, I make great money. I'm proud of my job. Why is someone coming and putting me down for it? And then after, after sitting with that, he said, you know what? He's uneducated. And not that he's uneducated uh, at a school level, but he just doesn't know enough about the skilled trades. And I think that's why it's so important that we talk about this, that we talk about our experiences. We talk about uh, the good and the bad of what we've seen and experienced in the industry. Appreciate your time, Mike. Have a great afternoon. Thank you so much. Cheers. All right, there's Mike Holmes Jr. You can watch him on HGTV, uh, by the way, part of the Coors family. I want to open up the phone lines, and let's touch on the good part of this conversation. Do tradespeople get the last laugh? I'm talking to you guys out there, you ladies, you gentlemen in the skilled trades. Do you get? Do you feel like you're getting the last laugh here? Do, have you left a white-collar career to pick up a trade? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Or just did you always know you wanted to do what you're doing, and are you more than happy in the profession that you chose? 